Hi, it's Sarah. And Kate, and welcome back to the Ain't No Shame podcast. Um, took another break of a week, so sorry. Um, but we had finals week last week, so we actually have a real excuse this time. Yeah. Finals, kind of. Yeah, I know. Finals, no. Finals killed. Yeah, I, I got like my final grades back for some of my classes. I actually need to check one of them, because I emailed her about it. But I'm so upset. I got an eighty nine point five in two classes. Oh no! And they won't round. One of them she should because the grade. Um. I was missing a grade for an assignment that I only turned in three days late, and she accepts stuff that late, mm-hmm. um, like, with her late grading policy and whatever, so I reminded her, like, hey, I have no credit for this assignment, and I only turned it in three days late, um, so could you please give me, like, I'm like, give me the, you know, like, even just 20% credit on it will bump me a half a percent. Yeah. So. You're still waiting on that? So I, I haven't heard an email back. The grade hasn't yeah. changed yet, so. I feel like with finals, you're either this person's, like, refreshing grades or, like, That's for me. me, I just take them and I'm like, I'm not looking at it for another couple of weeks because I want to enjoy not doing anything right now and not stressing no. about it. I stressed myself out last year on my birthday because I was checking my finals grades to see what I got on my final test. And I found out that I got a, um, uh, whatever grade I got on the final for bio when we had that bio class oh, that yeah. first time. I found out that I got a C in the class on my birthday. Yeah. And then it just ruined And I was in Germany. Like, I was in Germany on my birthday, and I that was the first thing I saw in the morning. Yeah. I was so sad. It literally bummed my whole morning. <laughs> my dad's like, why would you have looked at it? And I'm like, because I needed to know. Yeah. But it's a huge weight off. It, yeah, it's like, now. it stresses me out, like, to not know. So I'd rather just, That's like, true. know and stress really hard for one day instead of, like, for a long time not knowing. So for one of my classes... It said that the final project was, like, the grade was put in, and then I go to look at it, and then the class is, like, taken off my Moodle page and my Moodle grade book, and I, like, can't, I don't know where to find my grade at, but I had, like, 100%, so it's not like I, like, failed it and he took it off. Like, yeah. I don't know how... That's weird. It is weird. I'm just waiting for, like, my, my transcript to come out or something and, like... Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that, that was, was quite the week. Yeah, it was a lot. I was really... Sh- the f- beginning of the week was very stressful i waited way too long so it was like one of those things where all your teachers like tell you to start your final projects like beforehand i started my final project for my music class the day it was due me too <laughs> my art history oh, class you told me about yes that. my art history class she told us like all term she's like you guys should start at least like write your thesis like write a couple of pages or whatever and i was like oh it's probably just like a three-page essay like i can do it the day of Open the assignment and it's a six to eight page paper. So I had to write eight pages in one day. I wrote And I was like four. crying. <laughs> yeah, I wrote four for the music class. And it's like finding sources. And I got 100% and on it. She graded uh, it in like two hours. That's crazy. Like two hours after I turned it in. She's like, yeah, 100%. you did everything that I asked you to. So good job. And I'm like, you didn't even grade the quality. You just graded that I did it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Love when you spend a ton of time on it and then it's like. Oh my gosh. It's funny because like it's really nice that you get. I really a good try. grade, but also, like, sometimes with teachers, it's, like, you work so hard on something, and then they spend, like, no time grading, and you're, like, are you serious? Yeah. It's, like, I could have tried a lot less hard. <laughs> I've come to realize that, though. Yeah. With, like, projects and stuff. I remember, like, in high school, whenever I do, like, art-based projects, I try to make them look so nice, and literally, teachers just grade it based on if you hit their, like, points that they it. want. Yeah. Not based on, like, how it looks or anything. Most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. But, Anyways. No, that music class, it was like, did you answer the questions? Cool. I don't care if your answers were good or if they made any sense at all. There was a sentence in one of my final projects for my music class because I had two of them. There was a sentence. I said the word, I said this, I like literally said the same word um, six times mm-hmm. in three sentences. That's funny. I said, oh, I, I, I think I said the word listened uh-huh. three times in six sentences because she said you have to write a minimum of three sentences. Yeah. And I didn't know how to write three sentences on, on like, the sentence that I wanted to put was I listened to the album on my computer. But I had to turn that into three sentences. Yeah. So you just reworded it. So, like, <laughs> I listened to this album on my computer. I listened to it through an app called Spotify, a listening app. <laughs> I listened to it in my room in the silence so that the sounds filled my room. That's literally what I wrote. It's all my essays that have to read. <laughs> and I got 100%. <laughs> oh, 
Love like, that. if that's just not the dumbest thing I've ever said in my life, I don't know what it is. Like, <laughs> it's really funny. The sounds filled my room. I was really disappointed in myself for that, and I was like, you know, I really don't care. Hey, who cares? It's over. And then I got a good grade, and I'm like, I don't deserve that. <laughs> like, But hey, school's over. We don't have to talk about school anymore. Finally, finally done with that. Well, at least we so our summer I started classes, again in, like, yeah, three days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what classes are you taking? I'm taking social problems. It's a sociology class, um, which hints on some psychology stuff, which will be really cool. And then I'm taking interpersonal communication. Nice. I'm taking a biblical studies class. So just one summer class, which for some reason, summer classes don't bother me. Like, I think it's just probably just like the amount of classes I dropped out of my summer classes last year. Really? Yeah. Like four weeks in, which is like half the term. For me, it's just like taking one class is less stressful, but Mm. I don't know. It depends how much like you're doing for like work and stuff. Right now, still don't have a job, so. Yeah, I, (laughs) I was working 15 hours with my client. Um, which I finally have one now, which is mm-hmm. great. We've been working together for a couple of weeks, but, um, I, we were working 15 hours and then we're slowly moving up and slowly working our way towards 30. Oh, wow. So right now we were doing nine to 12. Now I'm doing like eight thirty to 12 and then it's going to be eight to 12 and then, you know, seven thirty to 12, just like slowly adding more and more time, getting, yeah. getting used to adding more time and. Do you get paid by the hour? I do, yeah. That's really nice. Um, but I make pretty good money starting, so I think I make like $3 above minimum wage Oh, wow, nice. Mm-hmm. So that's really nice. And then I just got um, informed about the trainings that we can do for the next pay raise. So if I do those trainings and I keep getting good feedback from my boss, then I can get a pay raise. Awesome put money away for those summer trips yeah i know i'm getting my unemployment tomorrow which is like over months coming and i have like six weeks of unemployment on hold that's coming tomorrow so i'm getting like a lot of money and darian and i are buying tickets to texas and we're going to go to a rodeo at the end of august well i guess like Mm mid-august mid end of august um around there and um we're doing that so that'd be fun. That was like a weekend. And then we're also planning a couple camping trips. So we're planning to go to Green Peter Lake for a weekend next that? month. Um, It's a little bit west of Sisters. Oh, nice. Or not Sisters. Lebanon. Oh, okay. I said Sisters. I meant Lebanon. <laughs> but if anybody knows where that is, um, that's where we're going. And we're going to go in there for a couple days. And then we're trying to plan with you and Eric to go. Yeah. We were to gonna go to Crater Diamond Lake, Lake Crater Lake yeah. area. We could do so. Me and Eric really want to go to Crater Lake, and we're thinking of going like sometime in the next month. Mm-hmm. But also, we want to go to I think Diamond Lake, or there's another one. Oh, Diamond, Diamond Lake, Lake is where Darren wants to go because that's where the hiking is. Okay, so, so the, yeah, so we'll have to do that in September. But um, yeah. lots of lots of stuff. And camping's so fun. I'm honestly I know. Super excited. I miss it. And so also, much. me and Eric really want to go to Bainif, Canada. I've heard it's one of the prettiest places. Oh, like, yeah. We gotta save up for that, though, because, like, the drive is gonna be long and everything, but... I really want to go there, too, because it's beautiful. It's, everyone that's gone, I've heard, is, like, one of their I've favorite places. I've seen so many pictures. Yeah. I would definitely go on that road trip with you guys. Yes. Super fun. Get a lot of, like, jams. You've got, you know, Lord knows a billion playlists, so... <laughs> I do. Oh, my gosh. Perfect for the yeah. drive. Yes. I love my Spotify playlist. I know. If we go on a Sunday, play that worship music all day. <laughs> Actually, do you have a worship playlist? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, if anyone needs, like, Spotify in- inspiration. Yeah, hit Sarah up. She's got... Sarah Whitby on Spotify. <laughs> she was, like, asking me the other day or, like, the other week or something. You were like, I need to, like, I need better names for my playlist. And you were, like, showing me. And I was like... And you just kept scrolling and kept scrolling and kept scrolling. So, last like, week, Lordy I... Lord. I have, like, 12. Last and some of them are ones that I've liked. They're not even mine. <laughs> That's really funny. Last week, so I went through and I cleaned my Spotify out and, like, deleted Good. playlists and, like, combined them. And I think I went from, like, 40 to 50 playlists. And now I have, like, I think, like, 18 playlists. So I, I narrowed oh, it down. Oh, 18. Yeah, so Is not it... as bad. I should, like, read some of my not- Oh, we're recording on my phone. But some of them are really funny, actually. Yeah. Look it up. Look it up on Spotify. Yeah. But... <laughs> Lots of great things. And also let us know your summer plans. Maybe it will inspire us to do some more, do more things. things. <laughs> I know, but, like, working in two classes, like, 
It's a lot. So, yeah. And finding time for, like, these bigger Well, trips. then I'm moving in September. Yeah. And I'm... And you're moving. moving in August. So... Literally, I have two months of summer. Like, Jeez. yesterday or something, I had, like, two months. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, we're gonna transition over into the topic for today. So, today, we're just kind of talking about... I guess... We were saying, like, what girls really want in a relationship, but just things that... Anyone wants in a relationship. Like, talking about deal breakers and attraction and things like that. Yeah. So, I guess we can jump right in. Yeah. So, we'll start from the beginning. What, you know, what attracts you to a person in the first place. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, some of the things that, like, I personally really like is as soon as I... I get comfortable with someone as soon as I feel accepted and not judged by someone. Um, New people, I'm really, like, always unsure of how people feel and, like, are they judging me or how do they actually feel with me? And as soon as I get to a point where I can just be my genuine self around someone, I'm so much more attracted to them. Like, if they allow you to be yourself around them, that's, that's, like, then you're Because then you have the time to not be thinking and worrying about yourself and you have the time to, like, Mm -hmm. see them. Yeah. And you can never actually be in, like, a relationship if you're always trying to be someone else like yeah so feeling that instant like connection where you can be yourself and sometimes it's like right away like you meet someone and you're just instantly you yourself. just feel comfortable yeah, yeah. Exactly. like because i i had that with somebody recently where i'm just like oh my gosh like i like i'm not worried about myself at all like i just felt so comfortable and i'm like i really don't care what i say or do because like i i don't feel like they're gonna judge me mm-hmm. you know like i didn't think they would or like sometimes you think someone might but they won't i actually just like I just felt like, you know, like, it's not they're not going to do it. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't even, I don't even think about it. Um, Another thing for me is, like, support. Like, having somebody support emotionally and just, like, just kind of, like, all around mm. is big for me. So, like, if somebody is, like, genuinely interested in what I'm talking about and, like, engages in that conversation and is genuinely interested in the things that I like to do or my school or like my future career and they're supporting that and showing that like interest that to me is like super attractive because I like to talk and if somebody Mm -hmm. wants to not just listen but like engage in that with me in the thing that like I want to talk about it I don't know it helps me to feel like the exception and comfort yeah and like helps me get there also I totally see that too because like, I'm the same way with talking, and yeah. when I feel like someone's genuinely interested in what I'm talking about, and vice versa, hopefully I'm doing the same. Yeah, um, hopefully, right. But <laughs> that's great, because you don't want it to, be, you don't want someone to, like, force be interested in what you're talking about. Like, if they actually are excited what you're talking about, and, like, asking questions yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, because it might not even be that they're genuinely interested in that topic, but they're interested in your you. interest. Yes, Exactly. And if, if that's there, I think that's huge. Like, because obviously you're not always going to like everything that everyone else, that or that your partner or even your friends like, mm-hmm. which is good. Like, you shouldn't, you know, have all of the same hobbies and interests. Yeah. But if they care about the fact that you care about these things, that's, like, the big thing that matters. Mm-hmm. That's really well said, yeah. Um, I'm just going to throw this in there. I do love a tall guy. Like, I do, I do love that height difference. Yeah. Me being 5'10", sometimes hard, but I do like... Right? Yeah. (laughs) It's real easy for me. 5'2", literally everyone's taller than me. And a good smile. That's that's hard, but I don't know. Like a nice smile. Oh, like soft eyes. I just like happy people. I just like happy people, so if you're Right? I don't know. Not afraid to smile. I like Yeah. Happy people. Just like good vibes all around. True. Um... This one's a the little flip bit, side like, of it. We're like, the flip side. <laughs> um, so it's like, what would make you want to be in a relationship? And it's like, now it's like, okay, what's the deal breaker for you? <laughs> when do you cut them off? Yeah, when do you, when you cut them off? So so we actually were having this discussion about these next two, these next two topics of this. We have what's a deal breaker for you? And then we have red flags. And we were talking about what those two things mean and how they're different. And so for us, this might be different for different people. Um, and, like, we didn't look up the legit definition. definition of these things. But for us, a relationship deal breaker was anything that, like, it's a red flag that immediately you're, like, I am not moving forward. And any red flags 
are just like things you want to keep your eye on or things you want to have a conversation with this person about that could kind of become it could be a problem yeah but it you know it's not yet but it could be Mm -hmm. and it's something you want to look out for um so obviously there's like a lot more things these are some we these are just some that we we have right off the bat that we thought of um obviously there's going to be a lot more but um so the first thing i said was someone who's like two-faced would be a, a deal breaker because if you're one person around me and you're like a different like a different person around your friends or your family or you like treat me different around them or just like your interests change depending on who you're talking to. Like, I get, we talked about in the friendships one how, like, you share different sides of you. Mm-hmm. Um, That's different than what I'm talking about, though. Like, if you, basically, like, if you tell me, like, you like doing this one thing and you hate doing this other thing. And then you go to your friends and then all of a sudden you love doing that thing you told me you hate. Yeah. I'm like, okay. It's putting up a friend in front of you. And- yeah, it's like you're you're literally changing who you are depending on the people you're with. Yeah. And that's something I'm not cool with. Yeah. Because I'm big in, like, expressing yourself and, like, being who you are. Mm-hmm. And not, like, you know, backing down for other people and changing who you are for someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel exactly the same way. Like, I'd feel that way with friendships and then especially, like, in relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, for sure. One for me is, like, someone who's always, like, really quick to get angry. Like, I just can't deal with angry people, and I'm I'm really bad at dealing with anger, too. So if someone's doing that, I know that I can't be in a relationship with them because I want to be able to, ha- like, handle myself well. Yeah. Like, if someone's always jumping down my throat about everything, yeah, deal yeah. breaker. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like with aggression, there's, like, in anger, there's two sides of that. Because there's, like, obviously there's the... Like, the physical anger, like, the someone, the person who just has, like, anger issues and it turns physical, like, that's obviously, like, a straight-up deal-breaker. Yeah, 100%. Um, even if it's not with, like, people, like, if it's, like, towards a dog, especially, too, like, anything, any mm-hmm. signs of, like, physical aggression, I'm, I'm just, like, yeah. I, bye, I'm dipping, like, I'm not even, I might not even say bye, I might just be gone. <laughs> <laughs> just disappear. Yeah, but, no, but then with, with this, like... With arguing. Yeah, with Like, arguing, with anger, like, with arguing, like, they're just automatically assume things of you yeah. they just even like always being passive aggressive or stuff like that like yeah just like, like little just like, subtle things like whatever and then like, like leaving yeah <laughs> like or like major like major petty like like any of the things around yeah. that kind not, of like anger. not being able to have the conversation, conversation. <laughs> like saying like hey i'm kind of upset about this but can you explain this like or i want to explain to you how i'm feeling so that you understand and we can talk about this instead of just like yeah. going straight to the like really emotional side of it. There's many ways to handle communication without like getting defensive and getting yeah. like or just ignoring it in general. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like for me, um like I just wanna like I wanna figure out work the problem, things. I wanna work through the pro like through it. And if you don't, if you just jump to conclusions and, like, get um, to that super emotional state, you you might stay angry longer than you would if you just talked about it. And, like, because having those deep conversations is difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not fun. Especially Darian and I, like, we're, you know, we're just friends. But her and I get frustrated with each other. And we sit down and we're like, hey, we need to talk about this. And it really sucks sometimes when we start. But it feels so good afterwards. Because then we know exactly what's going on. We can, you know, either solve the problem or not, or we can drop it. But at least we know where each, where we're each at. And if you don't, you actually, like, might be putting yourself through more pain than you need to be. I was just going to say that. Like, these last couple of months, like, I've grown so much, like, as a communicator. Yeah. And I realize that I spend more time, like, in, like being in more pain or whatever, like, more time thinking about having this conversation and being scared about the conversation than like when I actually like, have yeah, a what conversation they could, what they could say yeah, or or what they could say and stuff like that and I get really like overwhelmed about stuff like that and every time I have just started the conversation and gone with it from what I've experienced so far it hasn't gone like completely south like it's ended up like with a solution or like ending up in like a good place yeah and if it doesn't like 
the at least you know that you tried and you communicated what you needed to communicate and you can move on from that mm-hmm. but if you're just keeping it on your mind never actually expressing it it's just gonna sit there and never yeah. find a solution and the other side of that isn't even just like the you getting there and communicating it's also the letting the other person communicate because mm-hmm. that's a huge thing because that's something like even I'm guilty of is like not giving people their space to share their side which is something I've been working on and I've definitely been getting better at because I will get defensive really quickly um and just think that I'm being attacked like off the bat um when it comes to like harder conversations and it's something I've been working on but it's like giving that person the space to share their side because in a lot of situations once you start talking like a lot more comes out and you realize a lot of things that you Mm -hmm. didn't realize like Darian and I got in an argument recently because something had happened in my life and I didn't tell her and she found out um kind of like on accident I didn't really care that she found out I just like I hadn't come to her and told her and so she told me that you know that made her upset because um I had we had just not that long before talked about how we were going to start sharing like being more open with each other sharing more things with each other and so it really hurt her that I hadn't said that and I didn't know she felt that way until she told me but then at the same time I explained to her why I didn't tell her and I had like because I have like deep trust problems Mm -hmm. and what the thing was about was something that I didn't feel comfortable talking to a lot of people about and I have trust problems with and so I explained that to her and so, you know, I didn't realize how deeply I hurt her by not telling her. And then she didn't realize, like, how hard it was for me to tell her that thing, you know? Yeah. And so both of us were upset, but once we talked about it and talked through it, we actually both realized, like, we were both hurting in different ways. And we learned how to, like, help each other out. And we came to a solution. Um, yeah, there's so much we could dive into with communication. This is a little side note from um deal breakers but I think it's kind of important thing that I've realized is like you can have a conversation with someone and not pick like not understand what they're trying to communicate so one thing that I've learned from people is if you have a conversation the next day being asking them what did you take away from the conversation and what did you take away from the conversation so you know that you're on the same page because sometimes you can say something and take away something, something else. Something just different, yeah. And I've, like, don't do this with, like, little stupid conversations that you have. But, like, but, like big things in your life. Um, I've done this a couple times with people really close to me. Like, big, important conversations that you need to, that's going to, like, reoccur in your life. Like, you need to make sure you're on the same page. And the next day, like, ma- ma- like making sure that you took away from the conversation what the person wanted you to take away from the conversation. And other way around. Other way around. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah and that can apply to any relationship but yeah not not just not just romantic relationships but um yeah so the next deal breaker back on track (laughs) back on track next deal breaker is alcohol and drug abuse so I actually had a boyfriend once who abused drugs and alcohol he wasn't like an alcoholic or a drug addict but he definitely had problems with it And I had expressed to him in the relationship, because I, you know, I'm not one to give up Mm -hmm. very quickly. Like, I definitely want to give people the benefit of the doubt. I used to be a fixer really bad. I, you know, that still is me, but that's just because I like to care for people. Um, But I did give him the chance. I was like, hey, like, you know, this needs to slow down and this, this needs to stop. Like, these, these things need to slow down. This needs to stop. Or, you know, I'm not going to stick around for very long. Um... And I gave him a couple of chances, and it didn't change. And I didn't like the person who he was when he was um, under the influence of those things. Mm-hmm. So I ended up leaving. And he actually, him and I, he met up with me. He reached out to me two years after and reached out and was like, hey, I wanted to apologize for how I treated you in the relationship. Like, and after, because there was, he was pretty rude to me after the relationship and started accusing me of some things that was really not fair of him and that really hurt me because I had worked so hard to help him through what he was going through Mm -hmm. and stick around through a lot of crap that was going on um 
and he he ended up reaching out and like wanting to meet up for coffee and just apologizing and saying that he had done a lot of personal growth and a lot of work and he had been sober for a while and so he wanted to reach out and make sure that like I wasn't still hurting I was like you know I forgave you a long time ago I'm not one to hold grudges um but I'm really happy for you and like I really appreciate you doing this but yeah after that especially now I'm like if there's if there's problems with drugs or alcohol like that's not something I can help them with Mm -hmm. they need to figure that out before I can yeah jump in and help give them time to yeah space yeah I don't know what your thoughts are on that but oh yeah I I would just agree I haven't experienced anything with that but I definitely think that it'd be a deal breaker for me just because people act so different around it and you can't really tell who their true self is well and when they're dependent on it it's like that was that's like a huge a huge thing for me because I'm like mm-hmm. you know well what's so wrong that you're dependent on it that you're not fixing that problem and going to this instead of fixing it mm-hmm. using it you know as, what I mean yeah yeah like a band-aid mm-hmm. um okay so red flags so toning it down a little bit um we talked about like being unmotivated because I don't know for us we're both very like goal-oriented people mm-hmm and we have, like, ambitions, and so I feel like for me, at least, if the person that I'm with, like, like, it doesn't have to be anything fancy, like, just, you know, I, if, if they're, like, a grocery store clerk, but that's all they see themselves doing for the next couple of years, and they're just like, yeah, I'm just kind of coasting, I'm like, um, you know, well, then, like, how would you be with our relationship, like, I'm just kind of coasting with the relationship, like, yeah, it just, it plays it reflects on a lot of different aspects in your life. And so I, you know, like if that's just like a patch of your life and you're like, you know, ideally, you know, I want to be doing this, you know, someday. Like you don't have to have it like planned out or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like just saying like, you know, I would like to be here someday. This is how I might get there. Um, but, you know, plans change and, you know, that might not happen. But this is what I'm going for right now. This is what I'm working towards. Yeah. And I put unmotivated just because it's hard for someone to be there for you if they're not, like, there for themselves. Like, if, yeah. they don't, if they don't have, like, those things that they're reaching for, like, it's really hard for them to, like, be there and support you for, like, what you're trying to reach for. It's like, oh, whatever. Or they're completely dependent on you, like, mm-hmm. providing That's... everything for them. So, it could go either way. But I really, I think that... There's a lot of different Over time, like, people can be unmotivated for, like, a period of their life but if they're never finding those things that they're passionate like for me I need someone that's passionate in something it doesn't have to be a job it can be they're passionate in like a sport or like an art or just something in their life that they're passionate about because it could be family or your faith or... yeah they need something because if you're I mean passion and motivation kind of go hand in hand but if you have none of that you could just go into a spiraling like negative place so yeah for sure red flag um, but Another one we talked about was someone who, like, I I put, like, quotes, like, beat you down. Like, someone who, well, if it's physically, like, again, get help, get out. These are obvious, like, like, yeah. Those are obvious ones. Well, or they should be obvious, but sometimes, you know, it's a lot more difficult than that. Yeah, there's a lot of um, complications. A lot of complications. Um, But it also means, like, someone who's just constantly, like, criticizing you or, like, judging you. You know, like, the like the guy who's, like, you should, like, you should work out, but they're saying it not, like, in a, like, like, hey, like, I realize you stopped working out so much, like, you know, you should really get back on it um, in, like, a supportive, like, helpful way, like, they care about your health, but the person who's doing it, like, in a way where they're, like, judging you based on your choices, mm-hmm. and they're, like, they don't think that that's right. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, like, like, kind of trying to control you. Like, yeah. making these comments all the time to try to change who you are and like yeah just things like that or or like the person who like makes the choices for you and doesn't let you speak for yourself like like the guy who like orders the salad for his girlfriend and doesn't let her order for herself like it's that kind of situation yeah but it even comes into like conversations where like things like that um the yeah another red flag so this one's kind of like it's two-parted Yes. Um, so we said no relationship with family. So if they, like, have no relationship with their family, and some people I get don't have a biological family. 
Like, I, that, that is a thing. I'm not saying that. I mean, like, everyone has some kind of family. It could be, you know, your biological family, or it could be, like, a family that you've built around you, and that's who your family is. But I feel like it's really important that people have their own support system, because this goes back to, like, them depending on you. If they don't have a support system before you, you are going to become their sole support system, and you as one person probably cannot or eventually will not be able to do it all on your own. It becomes really draining. Yeah. Um, and then you're having to take care of yourself and another person now instead of, like, them also helping take care of you. And so I feel like that's just a huge red flag because if you don't see that they have one or they're not trying to build one at least, um, it's really something to look out for because... It's it, it's going to become your baggage. Yeah, exactly. And on the same note of family, but kind of in a different way, is how they treat your family can really show who they are as a person. Like, if they're never interested in, like, hanging out with, like, your parents or your, like, siblings or whatever. Like, if they're always, like, just want time alone with you and are never willing to, like, go meet the people who are important to you. Like, family and friends, like, I'm realizing now, but, like, if they just want to hang out with you and aren't willing to, like, meet the people that are important to you, that's a huge red flag. Like, they're being extremely selfish and, like, they're Or they so do mean- meet them, but they're not engaging or yeah. trying to interact with them. Not respectful. Like, yeah. You can tell a lot, like, about someone seeing how they are in, like, an environment not just around you. It like, shows observing a very how they selfish are. streak. Yes. Because some people, like in relationships act so nice to you but you really read a lot about them like how they treat other people because they want you in their life so they're trying really hard to like put up a front to be perfect around you yeah but it's not necessarily who they actually are well and that might be who they are with you but you don't want someone who's gonna be like that towards others yeah you know reminds me of the bachelor like whenever people are like really like rude to like everyone else in the house but and like, then like perfect yeah. with the guy and it's like i just always watch stuff like that and i'm like who wants someone who like acts like that around? You're like how are you not seeing this yeah. like for me like i want a relationship where someone gets along with my friends and gets along with like yeah because it's like i want to like you know my future you know boyfriend husband whatever like i want them to be able to come with me to like family functions or friend like friend gatherings exactly and like me be able to go hang out with like some people and then him be able to also go hang out with people yeah. and feel, like, confident and comfortable. Yeah. Um, and then be able to come back with me. But, like, I don't want to feel like he's, you know, glued to me at the yeah. hip. <laughs> because, you know, he doesn't feel confident or comfortable enough to go, you know, mingle. Yeah. On his own. Um, so we also have thoughts on cheating. Um, because, obviously, cheating could be a red flag or it could be a deal breaker. Um but I feel like it's a gray area for some reason. I feel like it because depends. there's it's very circumstantial. I feel like for some people, and for some people, it's just like straight up like yeah. no. So we're just gonna say our opinions. Mine is, it's an automatic no. I feel like for, because what I want for the other person is them to feel like the same way as me. Mm-hmm. And for me, if I am committed to someone and has expressed that, and we've communicated that we're in a relationship, I do not look at anyone else. Like, in the slightest bit. And I don't care to. So, if they were to do, like, something like that, it's... They don't feel the same way as me, and I want someone to feel the same way as me. And they're not, like, taking into account how it hurts me. Like, whatever they're going to do. Like, and I know there's certain levels, but, like, you can stop yourself before, like, kissing someone. You can stop your... I'm not talking about, like, looking. Like, I don't... I'm not gonna... I'm not the... I'm not gonna jump down your throat, like, if you, like, look at someone or whatever. Yeah, it's like... It happens. But the things that you can consciously, like, stop yourself before making that decision or, yeah. like, putting yourself in a, like, say you know you're going to go, like, drinking or something. Like, you know what kind of environment you're putting yourself in. That's just personally how I feel. Yeah. I, mean, I would love to hear your opinion, but. um, I was going to ask you what you consider cheating. So, yeah, I would say any, like, physical. Just any physical intimate, intimate yeah. like, mm-hmm. relations. Okay. How about you? I feel like some people, it's, like. You know, well, they didn't have sex, so. But I'm for me. Well, what's your opinion? Okay, I want to hear your me, opinion. For <laughs> me, cheating is is the same. It's like okay. any physical, intimate like connection. Yeah. 
I also feel like there is emotional cheating, and I'm not okay with that either. Mm-hmm. I feel like emotional cheating is something I would, I would just see as a red flag, and I would want to work on with my part, like with my person. Um, I would see it as a red flag too. I'm just like the because I, emotional cheating, I think, is a very real thing. But I feel like that shows something is wrong with either the connection between you and your partner or the communication. Yeah, and so that's something where like. I would try to work through it with them. Um, and depending on how far into the relationship we are, try, like, counseling together yeah. to, to work through that. Um, and I totally agree. Because I said, I, I kind of want to backtrack because I said physical touch, but also, like, people can be texting someone. Like, I don't want someone else, like, yeah. texting another person. Like, <laughs> yeah. And you can have, like, a really deep connection with somebody else. And, like, I, if I find my person, like, that's my person. Mm-hmm. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. That's how I feel. Like, so. That's a special connection that we have, and if they're starting to have a connection like that with somebody else, there's something going on, yeah. and that would be really bothersome to me. Yeah. Um, and if they're looking to be with multiple people, like, go do that with someone else. Like, I'm yeah. looking for... Like, Commitment. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so, with, um, like, cheating in the sense of, like, the physical aspect of it, like, if it were sex, I'd automatically be like we're done get out there's nothing more to say you you can't fix it you can't take it back you made that choice this Mm -hmm. is over I can't trust you yeah um depending on the relationship that sounds I might be more hesitant if it was just a kiss and I feel like this is like a time one too like Like just a kiss but like like a make out like I'd be the same (laughs) as sex but like if it was like just a kiss why are you laughing? I don't know. I'm just honestly trying to, like, debate this. But, like, so I don't, because I feel like this is where some people, like, it's, like, you know, like, where I say, like, it's a gray area. Because if it's, like, just, like, a kiss, then you're, you know, like, if it's, like, you know, like, they're, like, drunk or whatever. And, like, someone kisses them and they're just, like, oh. And then they're, like, oh, wait. Oh. You're not my girlfriend. Like, get out. You this know? Really- and then they, And then they come and tell you and they say, like, hey. Okay, yes. And they come and they tell you and they say, I want to tell you this because I, I, you know, I love you and I appreciate you and I want you to know, but, like, I was drinking last night. I was at my friend's house and whatever and, like, this person kissed me. Um, I backed off as soon as I realized what was going on and I told them, like, no, I have a girlfriend and I wanted to come and tell you and I wanted to talk about it. Yeah, that's a huge difference. If they come to me and they say that, because there are guys who, like, they cheat and then they come and they say, like, hey, like, baby, like, I just want to, like... You know, I didn't mean it. It didn't mean anything. Like, I still love you because they're trying to get themselves out of it. But, like, if if that's what they're trying to do, but if it's, like, hey, I appreciate you and I respect you and this happened. And it's, like, something like, I guess, like, just, like, a quick kiss or something like that. I'd be willing to work through that. Especially if they come to me and they tell me. But if I find out on accident, I have to find it out myself because I think something's going on. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, that's an automatic no, because you can't trust them. They are not as invested as you are. They lied to you about their investment because they made that choice. And um, especially if they're not willing to come and talk to you about that. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like this is one of those things where, like, I would have to see in the moment. Because luckily I've never been cheated on. So like, Hopefully you never will. And hopefully I never will. But I don't think I could say, like, exactly how I'd feel because I don't know, like... That's why I'm saying it, like, because it it depends on the connection you have with the person, who it was with. Yeah. Because I was in a very short-term relationship once, um, you know about this, very short-term relationship once because we decided, um, we wanted to make it official, and then he had been gone for the weekend, um, visiting family and his best friend, and then they had gone out to the bar and got drunk, and he told me on the phone that he had, like, made out with a girl because it was his, like, childhood friend and they were at the bar on a date and then they asked the guy I was dating if they could help them get out of it and they had been friends for a long time. He helped her get out of it. They ended up in his truck, smoked some weed, and then they, like, made out in his truck. And I'm like, and he's like, we didn't have sex. And I'm like, okay, you're, like, being super open and honest and I, one, don't believe that. And two, can't trust what you're saying right now. <laughs> like, um, and I was just, like, in such shock. And he was, like, really open about it. Like, 
started like going into some detail and i'm like i really don't need nor want to hear this didn't you already have like red flags on your ship? i feel like oh just, there were already I red like flags but i didn't want to see them when you have those like it could be a defining thing where you already have those red flags and it's just like okay this is this is it yeah so, exactly um but yeah i mean i can't i don't know i honestly don't think i can like mm-hmm. give a defiant thing besides me knowing that if someone has sex yes that's a that's, I can't that's do that. an automatic no yeah there you Okay, yes. <laughs> um, so we're going to move on. Um, happier conversation. Why would you go where you like flip-flop all the time? I know. Emotions? We're going to flip-flop again. Because it was like a happy, like a sandwich. Like happy, really bad, exactly. happy. Right? So we're going to talk about um, when do you feel the most loved? So we did the five love languages quiz. And we're just going to look at those results real quick. So for me, my prime love language was quality time and then following after that words of affirmation and physical touch. Um, so it said, I'm just going to read it um, so people understand what it is. In quality time, nothing says I love you like full undivided attention. Um, being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there with a TV off, fork and knife down, and all chores and tasks on standby makes you feel truly special and loved. Distractions postponed activities or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful whether it's spending uninterrupted time talking with someone else or doing activities together you deepen your connection with others through sharing time so that was my number one love language and it's actually very very true because I love spending just like quality time with the people I love whether it's friends or like in a relationship Mm -hmm. you should say your lowest too my lowest one is receiving gifts. Like, I really could care less if you buy me stuff. Like, I actually feel really uncomfortable when people buy me things. Like, if they give me a gift, I'm like, oh, that was really nice. But then I'm like, oh, I'm definitely getting them something now. And I think of them something nice <laughs> yeah, and, like, like show them that my, appreci- like, like my appreciation. If people, like, pay for my food, like, I'm really awkward about that. Um, the only thing I think that I'm not, uh, like, it's not a big deal for me is, like, people give me gas money because I've been driving, like, a crap ton for them. Mm-hmm. Like, that, I'm like, yeah, you know, that would be helpful. I do feel weird about it, but I don't feel as bad. Yeah, I, I, I'm I the same exact way. Like, I feel, if anyone ever does something for me, like, I have to do the same yeah. or more back. Like, it's just the person that I am. Yeah. But also, for my number one, I'm also quality time. 37%, almost, almost like 40% quality mm-hmm. time. Um, Mine was 33. Yeah, and it's just like, I think it's the same thing. I feel like loved if someone's giving me time is so valuable if someone's like spending their time with you because it's making the memories over the objects exactly and like going through the questions and stuff it's like i'm much rather like go on a hike with someone like i just like feel so appreciated by them than them like giving me something i don't care like it takes you two seconds to go buy something even one of the questions like one of the the options it was like would you rather receive a hug from someone you love or would you rather hear the words I love you from mm-hmm. someone you love? And for me, every time I'm like, I would much rather have a hug. Really? Like, I would much rather have a hug over them telling me I love you. Because, like, if I know they love me, like, because it said, like, the person, like, that you love or, like, if I know that, like, I know that. Yeah. And, like, I would much rather have a hug and, like. I think I put it here. But honestly, I feel like it's kind of changing because I've really liked hugs recently. And yeah. it's, I think, so this is actually kind of funny, but so good. I put physical, I mean, I didn't put this, but my results ended up being physical touch is my lowest one, which I kind of talked to Kate about this, but if you know me, like, I don't really give hugs that much. And when I you're think, not a big PDA person, yeah, and too. I, yeah, I think that might be part of it, too. So I was going to say, part of it is, I've always been kind of claustrophobic, so, like, whenever I'm hugged, it just, like, makes me feel like I can't, like, get out of it. Like, that just, like, kind of, like, like, stresses forced me. To. Yeah, yeah. And then, but also it's just, like, with, like, touch in general, I just feel like it's just, like, um, it's unexpected, and then it's just, like... Invasive? Yeah. And it's... And then I think part of it might be, like, PDA. Like, I just, like, that... I don't like making other people uncomfortable. That's why I don't like PDAs, because it's, like, I feel like... You're worried people, about I'm people worried sitting. about other people around me. And so, those two things combined, I'm just not a huge physical touch person, but don't get me wrong, like... A hug, like, makes you feel, like, just, like, comforted. Like, yeah. it's, it's there's, like, the thing with, like, the weighted blanket. Like, it relieves anxiety. Like, 
to feel like pressure when you fight it at first but it really relaxes your sympathetic nervous system Mm -hmm. after you let it do its work yeah so so maybe that one will eventually rise but for for some reason like i i also i i do like hearing well say we were comparing like hearing something versus like giving something like i i don't know i just like those things of like hearing like either supportive things or like how much yeah. you mean or like stuff like that like supportive i know it's easy to say stuff like that but also like i don't know i, I like yeah. hearing things like that too but uh, quality time for both of us biggest one yeah because so. i feel like quality time too um for me well i guess like quality time like if you just think about it it doesn't mean i have to be going and doing something yeah we don't have to be going to the beach or going on a trip or you know going um, like, to mini golf or going yeah. out to dinner. It doesn't... We don't have to be you doing be anything. on the couch. <laughs> like, one of my favorite things about, like, a past relationship was that, like, I could be in one end of the living room on one couch. He would be on another end of the living room on another couch. We'd both be doing work independently. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, this feels great. Like, I like I felt like I was still getting quality time because I was just in the same in room the as same him. Room. Yeah. And, and, and I just, like, get, like, cute little looks from him, like, every <laughs> once in a while. And I'm just yeah. like... Oh, cool. Like, he knows I'm here. Yeah. I feel calm. Like, yeah. I can write my paper. He can do his other. job. And also with quality time, I just like knowing more about people. Like, my favorite quality time is, like, laying outside when it's, like, quiet and just, like, talking. Like, we're yeah. just, like, sitting somewhere and just talking for, like, hours. That's my favorite thing because you're learning. People have such great stories. And this isn't just relationships, but just, like, talk, being able to talk and, like, know someone who they truly is and why they are the way they are like yeah it's such a big thing for me so I think that's why I like quality time I think for me it's just it's just making the memories like yeah just having having those experiences yeah is really big for me yes it is because that's kind of what we live for like, yeah those little like endorphins that go off yeah not really making sense but no it's true <laughs> that all that dopamine is released yes um so we're going to end this off with goals for the relationship. So once you get there, um, just kind of what our goals are for that. Yeah, some um, things we look for in a relationship. And so yeah. my biggest one, and I always say this, but I just want a best friend. Like, I want to be able to do anything that I would with my friend. Like, go on adventures, like, challenge each other. Like, just, like, be able to laugh with each other. Like, so many, like, things that don't. Like, not just, like, I don't know. I don't know explain, but just, For like me, like, yeah, like, a best friend is, like, I want to be able to... I want to want to tell them everything. Yeah. You know, like, I don't want to feel like, you know, they're uncomfortable about certain things or, you know, there are certain things that I don't feel like they would want to hear. Like, I want to feel like I can and, like, crave to tell them everything mm-hmm. and, like, involve them in everything and just be completely myself around them and and have them feel the same way because the best thing is is like when you can feel that way and you know they feel the same way too like that's such a good feeling you know when someone's important to you and something happens and you just want to tell them like right away yeah if when something happens and the first person you think of to tell is your partner like Mm -hmm. it's the best feeling yes um another thing we said is is uh once you're in a relationship it's really important to challenge each other and like really just help each other grow push each other past your limits Mm -hmm. in a healthy way yeah both making each other better people like yeah there's so many ways to go about that but there are a lot of yeah there's a lot of things with that but that's really important and it's something like I would hope that my like future partner will do with me they're gonna like help me grow and help me be better and and not just you know settle for how I am now because I want to be better and I obviously need that help Mm-hmm. and you want them to do better you don't want them to stay like where they're at like some people like if they have goals and they have aspirations like you know part of you being their partner is to help them get there um you can't do anything alone yes um and then a couple reminders about relationships is fights are okay and they're good but you know as a lot of really happy couples say don't ever go to bed angry um all of the like really successful long-term marriages or relationships that I've talked to people about, like, they were in them, or they mm-hmm. are in them, is that they're, like, I never go to bed angry with mm-hmm. my partner. Like, we always 
resolved it before we fell asleep. Yeah, growing up with my parents, they've always, they always say that they're like never go to bed angry, and they're still together. It's I think like, it's a great, it's easy, it's an easy one to follow too. Yeah, it is easy. Just yeah, remind yourself like to go talk to them before you go mm-hmm. to bed. Yeah, figure out whatever that problem was. Yes. Be like, hey, you didn't clean the dishes, and I was really angry about it, but I did them anyways because I love you. And just do the dishes tomorrow. <laughs> yes, it's such a good feeling too. Like, I've just get it off this, your chest. I've had this conversation with you so many times, but like, like, I don't know. Sometimes I I get really angry with my mom, and just like I will go out of my way to just say like, no matter what the situation is, I love you, and I want you to know that, and. I'm sorry for however this went out and like these are the reasons and go through that. But yeah, always exactly. going back to that. And it like I love just, you. Yes, exactly. And this one's a really big one, but remembering that you can't change people, they have to do it themselves. This is huge. Like no matter how much you think that you can change someone, like if they don't want to do it themselves, it's not gonna happen. And it's not a healthy relationship if you're trying to change someone, like change parts of people that they don't want to themselves. Yeah, especially, like, if you're trying to fit them to be something that you just want them to be. Like, if that's just not how their personality is, like, you can't make that happen. Um, And I think some people still need to learn that. And, you know, it's something that you have to learn. But remembering that, like, you can't change people. And if if there's something that they want to work on, but if they're not making those steps to do that, Mm -hmm. that's not your responsibility. Yeah. You can you can give them as much advice and and love and support as you want and as you can. That's what you are there for, but they have to do it themselves. They have to want to do it. Yeah, I think I see this a lot, especially in relationships. Like people sometimes go into relationships for the reason of being in a relationship and being seen in a relationship and going on dates and stuff like yeah. that. And it's like, if you're going into it to have that perfect image of relationship, you're just going to be changing your partner to be that perfect image of relationship. And exactly. you have to care for all their faults and everything and not like, and love them for who they are. Who they are, not who you want them to be. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah. I think, um, I think that's all we have on that. We could talk about communication forever. We might just do an episode on communication. We could. And communication literally applies to every relationship. It applies to so any, talk, anything. I can talk about it Work, for so long. family, all yes. the stuff. But, yeah, so it is 11 o'clock at night right now when we're recording. <laughs> so I think we're going to call it a night. Yes. But thank you all for listening. We will be posting next week, so look out for that. <laughs> all right, bye.